If you don't like it, don't tell us, because... No, tell us! No, don't tell us. <laughs> don't tell her, I'll read the graphics. Okay. Tell me, I would love to know. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Mm -hmm. I think... It's getting there. Yeah. We have more plans, but it will come. As we said, we will evolve with time. Everything will get better as we keep going. Yeah, good time. And also, we're only using one mic now. It's just better for all intents and purposes. Better for editing, should work out better. But um, better for te the technical aspect. Yes, but if at the end of this podcast it turns out that the sound quality is less or whatever, we will obviously change that. So shouldn't be. But We're learning as we go. So trusting and believing. Bear with us. In the process. Trust the process. Okay. Your mantra, girl. My mantra, dude, honestly, because that's what life is. <laughs> Today we were talking about what? Um, just our university journey, really. Like, first year, two honors. What did we learn? What was that time in our life like? And why was it so significant? Because I keep telling her, like, I feel like every single time we talk, mm. we always relate it back to something we did in, in university, something we learned, something we, whatever. And it was just mm. such an, like, influential time in our lives. And so. we say a lot of the time, we'll say, like, in second year, or in third year, like, randomly in the thing. And you guys don't know what happened in our second mm. years or third years. Or... Yeah. And also, hopefully, I don't know, if there's people that want to go study drama, then they can watch this and be mm. like, okay. Or just want to go to university in general, because it is a different experience. Right. If you're prepping to go. Right. And also, if you're currently studying drama and you think you're alone in your experiences, you're not. You're not. <laughs> but also... Yeah, university in general, but also the drama department is very different to, mm, to other things. But that's what I'm saying, else. we can talk about those differences. But we can talk about all of that. So, let's go. What was first year like for you? Because you had a different experience than I had. Yeah, well, I had two first years. Because mm. I um, matriculated 2015. Then 2016, um, I did a gap year. Well, I was supposed to take mm. a gap year. And then I was fortunate enough to like get a scholarship and they were like, you have to take it this year. If you don't, then it's gone. So I was like, okay, but I've already like started my gap year. Cause okay. In my gap year, I was dancing for a professional dance company, a contemporary dance company. Um, and I had already like signed a contract, whatever, cool, cool, done. Like it was done. And then I got this thing and they were like, you have to study this year. And I was like, mm, okay. So now I'm messaging people, talking to people that have studied drama at mm. UP um, to ask them, like, can I do both in the first year? <laughs> and everyone was like, no, baby, you mm. can't do both. So I was like, okay, um, I'm going to study BA general um, and just take the minimum requirements of, like, have the minimum uh, amount of credits, mm. right? So that meant, so then I did DFK which was drama and film studies. I did first year of that, which was open to everyone that does BA. Um, Cause I was like, you know, let me get a head start. Cool. I did drama and film studies 101. I did Spanish. <laughs> you were like, I already know this. Cause I'm doing the bare minimum guys. Mm. So I did Spanish. I did education. Wow. Yeah. I did OPD. That's education. Crazy. It was fucked. <laughs> I hated that I thing. I hated it so much. Oh. And I did AIM. 
Oh. Which for every single first year, no matter what your degree is, mm. you have to do AIM, which is like a computer literacy mm. course. So I did those four there's, subjects. There's two things that you have to do at the university before you're allowed to get, or eligible to get your degree, no matter who you are, except engineers don't do AIM. Oh, yeah. But um, it's AIM, which is computer literacy, and UPO, which is kind of like an orientation program. Um, it's online, it takes you, it's supposed to take you, I think, six weeks, but you literally can complete it in, in two days. I personally didn't take it in first year, which was when I was supposed to take it. Mm. And then I just did it literally the day before we got our degrees. <gasps> you were one of those people! I did the whole thing the day before we got our degrees. No, I did it literally the first month, and I finished it like in one day. Because I was like, this is so stupid, I just want to get it out of the way. But I kind of forgot that it existed, that's why I didn't do it. Yeah, a lot of people. Mm. But people would like, not get their degrees because they didn't do that. No, a lot of people would finish their degrees and then their the university would be like, sorry, you're not eligible to graduate, you have to do UPO. Then they have to wait for the fall or the summer sessions to yeah. graduate. So anyway, I did this, those four subjects. <clears throat> and meanwhile, I was dancing. <laughs> that was insane. I w and I wasn't driving yet. So I was taking the Gautrain bus wow. to and from varsity, from uni to Gautrain, to the thing, the dance studio. And then I would do my dance classes, do my... So how would you get to the Gautrain station if you walk? No, the buses. Is Not... there buses from... There's a bus. The buses. So I would take mm. a bus at Gautrain and then it would take me to the Hatfield station. That's and then insane. from the Hatfield station, walk to campus. That's insane. Where's the Hatfield station? Um... Behind there, dude. <laughs> like in Hatfield. In Hatfield. Yeah. In Hatfield. Wow, I don't dude. Know how expensive. It's just there. Um, close to the university or like far? No, close. Oh. Close. It was like a 10 minute walk. Let's say. Oh, nice. It wasn't bad. But yeah. So Yo, but you were walking with bags, girly. And like food. Yeah, like my heavy ass laptop, my food. At the time, I was vegan, mm. starting my vegan life. So <laughs> I had like. And at this time, I didn't know much about nutrition and whatever. So I would just bring like a, an entire like purple <laughs> or like a whole melon. <laughs> like that's my food. And a spoon. <laughs> and a spoon. So it was like the food, the dance clothes, the like laptop bag. Anyways. And yeah, that was insane. Um, the only subject that I really enjoyed was drama and film studies. Because I mean, I like that's what I wanted to study. So I took, I took vigorous notes. Is that how you say it? Drama and film studies was interesting because it was drama and film studies, but that was just because they couldn't change the title. Yeah. Because the the schlep of changing the title, I think, he, well, I don't know how your class was. Brother, he explained it to us in the first day. He was like, guys, I know this isn't technically drama and film studies anymore, but it kind of is. It kind of links. And honestly, it's too much schlep to change the name. Mm. It takes something like four years to change the name or something. Yeah. But anyway, so it's like, I would say it's, it's drama and film studies, but really it's focused on like socio-political circumstances and like all the stuff we learned about feminism and religion, the patriarchy, identity how, politics, yeah, all of that is drama and mm. film studies. And also basic stuff that does happen in like drama and film studies, like if you see a screen, the mise-en-scene, mise like what is, what is it all, yeah. what different camera things? angles, yeah, those things, all that stuff. And yeah. that was basic. That was like the first couple of weeks and then... First year was so interesting. It, it was weird because I was like, I'm going to be here next year. This is my department. These are my people, but I don't know them. And I'm also like, as soon as class ends, I'm rushing to go mm. dance. So I couldn't really make connections socialize. with them, socialize. So 
it was like I kind of knew them, I didn't really, and they were like, so what do you study? I'm like, BA, but I want to study drama, but blah, 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 blah. like it was a whole thing, and it was just weird. That's so interesting. It was so straight. My yeah, experience was really fun. first year was so different, because mm. when she was doing her first year, I was in a trick. Yeah. I didn't know about your existence, really. I was in another <laughs> town, living my life. And then I came, so I was. I did my matric in 2016 and moved here in 2017. Mm-hmm. Then started at six. First of all, I did. I was completely lost. Yeah. Um, well, I do, obviously didn't know the area. Like I said last time, it was. I was driving for the first time in my life, which was absolutely terrifying to me. And driving in Hatfield. Crazy, crazy. Which crazy. has one ways everywhere. Everywhere. So yeah. If you take the wrong turn, you it's over for you. You're gonna be thirty minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't understand the parking situation, and I was new to parking a car. The parking situation is hell. 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 On campus. If you don't have to drive, don't, don't, don't. Just no, don't. Um, but so I had made two friends, like real friends. The one was my friend from back home that came to study and the other was a girl I'd made at first at first year camp obviously I made a couple of friends at first year camp but not like I wouldn't call them close friends they were just like people that I knew that I could like socialize with and um so I still remember the first day I ever came to campus I was supposed to go to we were supposed to go to what is that venue called above the the Rosenbach the Rosenbach hall <laughs> I was so incredibly confused I had Lisa on the phone trying to explain to me what to do and then she's like Stay where you are, and then she comes and I'm gone. Then I'm in another spot because I <laughs> but listen, she was there. When you don't know the campus, it's so confusing. Mm. But yeah, dude. But going there in the beginning was really scary, especially because we had to do body and voice mm. at the Rotenbach, which has just glass doors everywhere, like glass panes, glass panels. Yeah, and everyone can just see you like fucking doing yoga. And body and voice <laughs> is like. I think the closest thing to it is yoga. The closest explanation yeah. is it's yoga. But you're literally like rolling on the floor. You're making weird sounds. Your body's making weird shapes. All you're... the weird shit you expect drama kids to do happens there. That's what happens in that class. So now all these random people from all different degrees, from all different years, are just sitting, drinking their coffee, talking, chatting, whatever, and seeing you act like a cow. And there's 30 first year drama students going, pleasure sigh. Honestly, like, if I think, and now I have to sit on the Olagros and watch a bunch of the first years do that, I would probably be so excited. It was hella embarrassing, dude. It was embarrassing to be <laughs> the first year doing it. But um, the Ola became kind of like, in my first year, it became like the place where I socialized because mm-hmm. I had... You were there a lot. Yeah, I had lots of friends from other degrees and stuff that would meet there. So I would normally go there, which is literally on the other side of campus. I don't think after then I went there often, but Mm. it was like the place to hang out. It's like a big patch of grass, like a massive patch of grass with a coffee shop and um, a food hall and another coffee shop, Mm -hmm. like all around it. So it's like really cute and pretty. We might, we can uh, insert a picture. Yeah, we can. Mm, yeah, it's really it's cute, cute and pretty and you can like everybody's just there and socializes and stuff it's really nice but then there's a once you're i feel like you go there for a specific period of your life and then you just don't go and then you again. just don't yeah it's like the novelty of it mm. like you're like ooh, the other grass cool cool i'm gonna make friends talk whatever and then you're like mm, okay mm. done finish now but yeah so that was first year um it was really interesting to me okay well my then second first year when I was actually mm-hmm. doing the degree. 
Um, I was so happy, dude. Oh my word. Also because, like, you had people that you knew from back home that came, and also one. well, one. But that, like, she not only came from your hometown, but studied the exact same thing as you. It was mm. like we were in the same group, everything. Um, but for me, I didn't know anyone. Like, mm. this was a complete fresh start. And I love that shit, dude. Mm. Like, last episode, we spoke about how I, like, I love change. And, like, evolving to new, like, stages of life. And the thing is, I think also because I came from a space where I was so, like, detached from mm. people in my high school and, like, my family fake friends from my high school I had really bad falling out with like friends from high school um so I was just like I'm over the shit like I just want to there was one girl that did drama with me in school that auditioned for drama at six and I saw her at the audition and I'm like fuck this bitch also I hated her like love you now like I have no nothing against this person now but back then I hated her so much because she was new to the school in grade 11 she came like halfway through grade 11 and then she was just like good at everything. She got such good marks. I was a top student in drama and she fucking took my spot. And I was like, fuck you. Whoever you are, girly. <laughs> I see you. And she was like, at the end of my trick, we were like, what are you going to study? And she's like, I don't know. I'm either going to study drama or engineering. <laughs> you were like, you heard. I was like, you fucking asshole. That's my spot. Like, you don't take my spot and then be like, mm, I'm either going to act or I'm going to be an engineer. She's like, yeah, I just want to make things. You were like, go be an engineer, but I'm like, then leave. Anyways, she ended up studying engineering. Happy oh, for you. Good for <laughs> I was like, good for me, because then I didn't have to see her. But um, oh, you're rude, girl. No, but like, I just really wanted a fresh start, like new people. Mm, that I didn't now know. I get that. And it was so good too, because the thing is, what I'm trying to get at was varsity, the drama department, my studies, was everything that I wanted it to be. Hi. It really was. It was like me wanting to meet people that have the same mindset as me, the same work ethic, like just cool ass fucking people. And I'm like, that's, that's everyone that was there was like that. Yeah, it was not what I wanted it to be at all. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't what I wanted at all. The view I had of it was really? very different. But I, I'm grateful that it wasn't. Now I'm like. So what did you expect? Just it to be different. I wanted it to be like. Um, did you ever watch, like, if, okay, this is the best way I can explain it. You know, step up, like, if you think, like, okay, here's going to be a, a dance, and they all, they, like, put it together, they're, like, rehearsing 12 hours a day, like, that's all they, that's what I thought, I was, like, we're going to get this, going to be cutthroat, like, it's going to be, like, all the stuff, and it was the opposite of that. It was, like, you are not acting, you're first year, you're going to do nothing, and we're going to teach you how to be a person, and whatever. And I'm okay. grateful that it wasn't that because now I'm a person, I've evolved. Yeah. But even though I came with someone that went to school with me, I still felt like it was a fresh start. I didn't feel like, oh, well, this person is like holding me back or like mm. anything like that. The only thing that I thought was like strange was because we knew each other and we went to school together, then, and we were from like familiar with each other, we would always like sit together, whatever, and everyone assumed we were like best friends. Yeah, literally, that's, like, in first year, everyone was like, okay, you and this girl are friends, cool, this one and this one are friends, like, yeah, it was just the thing, mm. but I see what Not you're saying. Not saying she wasn't, like, a good friend, she turned out being a great friend, but, like, yes. when we moved, it just wasn't that. Yeah, 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 but people just associated mm. you guys together, um, but, yo, it's interesting that you, the thing is, I think for me, I 
was just expecting like my expectations of university was just the people that I was going to mm. be surrounded by and you were expecting something from the actual degree mm. so I didn't put any expectations on like what the classes were going to be like what mm. we were going to learn I was just like it is what it is we're going with the I was really excited to meet the people also but like the people were also really different because now remember I'm coming from a small town and I hoped I hoped and prayed that I would meet a diverse group of people which I did but which is different from what you expected to be because how could I I couldn't anticipate something I didn't know yeah so it was strange because I was confronted with a lot of stuff and also just people who grew up in Pretoria or like in a in a bigger city have a different mindset they have a different like way of living life I was just which, gonna say that. which now I've adopted like but back then I didn't and I didn't understand the flow of things mm. like how there's a different rhythm to their lives and I didn't understand that flow and I was very overwhelmed with it because obviously I come from well my life was always busy but it was everyone around me wasn't you know everyone's life wow. was really slow and my life was the busy life and now everyone's life is busy yeah and it was overwhelming like the energy of it was overwhelming right. and yeah I was gonna say that because I grew up in Pretoria mm. so I knew like the I hustle and the bustle yeah I didn't and Hectic. remember I was living with people I didn't really know at that time and I was dating someone who still lived, well, he lived in another um, university town. He studied at another university. And he was, he would get upset when I like made friends and went out with them to drink coffee or whatever. He would get like angry. So it was like really, toxic behavior. Yeah, it was like weird. And then whenever I was like really excited, I remember I went back home and I was super excited to tell him like about all my friends that I had made at first year camp. And I was like showing them, showing him pictures. I was like, this is this guy, this is this girl, this is what they do, this is what they're going to study. And every person I explained to him, he just got more and more upset. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that was just bad and toxic. Don't, yeah. if you have some toxic person, if you're going to go into university, just don't do that. You're, like, withholding yourself from so much. And I'm so happy and grateful that I realized what was going on and just stopped it. Because I felt like after that relationship had ended, I really lived. Like, yeah. that was when, that was, like, probably, what was it, like, March? Because mm. university started in a fair, but it was like March-ish, I would say. Yeah. I'm glad you cut it off quick. <laughs> yeah. Dude. But it felt like forever. I also think people, like, when you go to university, whoever you're with in high school, like, it's going to end at some point. This didn't happen to me, but <laughs> so I'm the wrong person to speak about. Yeah, you've been dating your but high school person. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. We can talk about being dating. You, you, you're married. I'm like, you've been dating. No, you're married now. I just forget sometimes. <laughs> yeah, dude, when, so when we were preparing for this episode, she's like, do I just talk about like first year, like who you were dating at the time, how it was? I'm like, no, I knew that girl. you were dating at me, but like, what was the relationship like versus like high school? Because the relationship, uh, the dynamics yeah. obviously shift. You know, that's a weird thing. Can I talk about this quickly? Side <laughs> notes. I mean, and I dated throughout high school. Well, on and off, on and off, whatever. But from my grade 11 year, we were dating and then we didn't break up till now. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing? No, no, that's such a weird thing to say as if, like, you should have broken up. No. Well, you know, you know like, you sometimes people take breaks. Yeah. Like, before they get engaged or whatever, they take mm. a big break and then they're like, I love you, actually. But that happened with us in high school. Mm. Anyways. So, what's interesting is that I then went to university... Well, we both took gap years. He was at the Cricket Academy for two years. And then I started studying and he studied through UNISA. Mm. So he never had like the university experience. Mm. 
and he didn't come to my university so we didn't have that experience together it was just so weird like i feel like for first and second year my relationship was on a phone also mm. because he went to england for six months mm. and in scotland for six mm. months dude that was so freaking Your strange it was long distance for a while it was crazy yo that is insane dude it's insane and i was studying and going through all these changes while that was happening like your like life at that point was so hectic like for like there was just so much happening and i also met my current boyfriend in first year mm. my current partner i should say in first year and i don't know i hate the word boyfriend yeah i also don't really like i that hate word. it it sounds so dumb <laughs> my boyfriend First of all, he's not a boy, he's a man, and second of all, like, yeah, he's my partner. He's not boyfriend, boyfriend feels like you're still in school. Yeah. Yeah. He's not my I boyfriend. agree with that. So my current partner I met in first year, which that's a different story for another day. But <laughs> I had met, I met him in first year while I was also going through all these changes. And honestly, thank God that I did because he really helped me because he had grown up here and stuff. Yeah. And like, he became a person who... Because I didn't know you, mm. and both the other girls that I was friends with, not friends with, I was friends with them, not friends, I was friends. <laughs> I was like a friend. <laughs> I was friends with them. Uh, but both of them hadn't come from here, so it was like really hard. Uh, and then I met him, and like he would phone me every day or see me every day. He would come see me and phone me every single day. So then he would speak to me, and we weren't dating or anything, we were just friends, and he would phone me, and then I could speak to him about the stuff. Like, he was like your support structure. Yeah, I would literally be like, listen, I hate this, I'm getting lost every day, it's so hard for me, and then he would literally come pick me up, he's like, here, we're driving here, whatever. Oh, he would just help me, and also, that's so cute. getting introduced to his friends and stuff made me feel like, okay, I know people here. Like, yeah, like I, you got integrated into the lifestyle. Yeah, and it was more than just university, because his friends didn't come to the university, so like, Whenever we did stuff, when I did stuff with my friends that had come from other towns, it was always linked to the university or it was mm -hmm. like linked to the, um, what do you call it? Residences. Um, uh, the residences. So that was first year of just managing all of that. Mm -hmm. And it was also weird like in our degree because you come to study drama and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to act. I'm going to be a performer. And then first year starts and they're like, actually... They're going to work in this department. We do things a bit differently. Mm. In first year, you're not allowed to perform. Like, obviously, you have your acting classes and whatever. But mm. on stage for, like, during the festivals and stuff, mm. you're not allowed to. You have to work um, backstage or as a stage manager or a stage handler. Even in just their shows. Like, I yeah. worked in De Carlinas. Yeah, yeah. The, like, the um, internal shows. Mm. So, a lot of people were very angry about that. I was shook. Yeah, I was also shook, but I was like, okay, that's fine. Mm. Cool. Like, I also, the thing is, I knew I wanted to study drama, mm. but I didn't know where I wanted to go after that. Um, so, yeah, I was like, I'm just going to try everything. And that's why I ended up going to Tux and not TUT. I was going to study musical theatre at TUT. I don't want to talk about TUT. Anyways, I was going to do that or go to Oakfields College. But long story short, I didn't do that. I went to UP because I saw that they do a bit of everything. And I was like, this is what I want. Girl, I, I, my second choice was a lawyer at Porch, <laughs> at Booker. We have such different lives. <laughs> I don't understand. I was thinking about this this morning. We have the complete opposite lives, but also the same, but in a different font. Like, the same narratives in a different font, but different. Mm. Um, yeah, I was shook by the fact that we weren't allowed to act, but I immediately I was like, oh, actually, this makes sense. And then I was like, yeah, of course we have to work. And then I did Actually, it was a very interesting experience to work backstage. And I think it's something you can't replace. Like, 
Dude, it was so good for us because the thing is, a lot of people, like, let's say if you want to be a performer and you only want to do that and you've only been exposed to that, you don't understand the stress and, like, the shit that everyone else goes through. Mm. And once you actually do the job and you mm. understand what people are going through, then it's so much easier to have a whole, like, collaborative mm. space. Especially for me because the first time I'd ever auditioned for a show, I was the main character of the show and mm. I got the role and I never worked backstage or was part of the ensemble or anything like that. And then every other show that I was in, I was either a supporting character or a main character. I was never, I never worked backstage. Mm. So getting that experience was vital, but also... You say that you didn't, like, know where you wanted to go. I was so sure of where I wanted to go. Because I was like, I've been acting for six years. I've been um, writing for, like, four years at that time. I was like, this is what I'm doing. And getting every other point of view changed that. So you came into first year wanting to be an actress. Interesting. But I very quickly was like... And that shifted every single year, I think. Yeah, I very quickly was like, acting is amazing and i love it but there are so many other things here that i can explore so i mm. should do that while i was here while i'm here and i did i did and i loved it and i'm grateful that i did that i was so excited like to actually just study because i was like you know what whenever i tell people i'm studying drama they're like oh you want to be an actress and then i say well not really then the mm. next thing they say is oh you want to teach drama mm. and i'm like guys there's so many different other things and then i'm like but what are they <laughs> yeah i knew about the other things also but i didn't really care about them because i was so sure i was like but I, i'm doing this and i know what i'm doing mm. and i remember like then i started acting and we were we had acting with rian and i started really questioning myself i was like i don't actually know if i'm good at this like am i actually good at this do i know what i'm doing i'm not sure mm. then we had our first acting exam and i don't know if you remember how this went he was like you're going to come individually. I'm going to sit outside on a cement bench with you in the nature. And I'm going to give you individual feedback. And it's going to be cutthroat. Mm. I'm going to tell you exactly what I think about you and why I think it. And you're not going to get defensive. You're going to think about it and process that and take it to heart. And then do something with it. Be better, be whatever. That and was the scariest. Was I terrified? Ever. He was like, and just so you know, Nobody got distinctions, so don't even think that you're going to be come here and I'm going to tell you that you're good. I'm not giving you positive feedback. This is negative feedback so that you can know what to improve on. Well, constructive criticism, yeah. That was so intense also. I forgot that acting was rough, dude. Like, if you get a 69, you're like, wow, doing the so good. Because you But then I wait. Especially in first year. Yo, I was so nervous because now I'm questioning myself. That was the first time that I really, really, really questioned myself. Because before that, I was like, am I good? Well, I got the role. I don't care. Mm. Then I really started questioning myself. I'm like, I don't know if I'm actually really good at this. Should I be doing this? And I remember sitting down on the bench and like my heart was beating so fast. And I was like looking at him. I was so scared. And then he was like, I don't have really anything negative to say to you. <laughs> he said the same and thing to like, me. <gasps> and then he went, but... I think you're so used to relying on talent that you're not working for it. He read you like a book. And I was like, <laughs> he said, what? And then I went and thought about it and I was like, he's actually completely right. Because I was right. like, I know what's you. I'm just doing it. I didn't really think about it or like work with it or interpret it or try. I just was like, I know what's you. I'm doing it. Mm. But he read me like a book. He read you like a book, dude. And it's so deep because that I think is the difference between like, Okay, no, I don't want to say that. What I'm saying is, <laughs> I think that's what actually studying drama like taught us mm. is that a lot of people are good at acting. A lot of people have talent. A lot of people have talent. 
but you can tell when someone is just going through the motions mm. and when someone's actually putting in the work and actually like digging deep and talent is amazing and beautiful listen you can use talent to get far in your life don't let people tell you you can't you need a passion and talent for something and it doesn't have to be massive talent you don't need to be you know don't need to be naturally the base of something but some talent no. will get you far but going from that talent and saying, okay, this is what I feel internally. What do, where do I go from here to be better, to be more in tune with this life, yeah. to be more in tune with whatever I'm doing? And that is the thing that makes or yeah. breaks you because you can be so talented and have zero passion for it. And that's the thing also, studying drama, studying, especially like an mm. acting course, it doesn't, they don't teach you how to act. Mm. They don't. They teach you to like look in, inside yourself mm. to dig deep to reflect to critically analyze yourself and others mm. and that in turn makes you they just answer. hold up a big mirror basically to your inside they hold they they cut you open and take your whole personality apart and lay it out on a massive stage and put a mirror over it and then they say look yeah and you get to rearrange the pieces and doing that is what makes you the actor that you are at the end of the day yeah. And I really love the way that like we progressed from first year to second year to third year, especially in acting. Like first year was kind of like dipping your toes in. Mm. But at the same time, we did a lot of emotional work. Yeah, was it first year or second year where we pushed the wall? First year. Listen, I was thinking about this the other day. Okay, we're going to talk about pushing the wall. We're going to explain what it is now. But I went... Okay, I met two people that went to high school with me for coffee and they're not drama people the mm -hmm. one studied civil engineering and the other one she's an artist but she was an um, architect she studied architecture and so their degrees was very fact-based not feelings here's the work let's do it theoretical and i made them for coffee and they were telling me about their degrees and i was sitting there telling them i'm Pushed against the wall and I felt it move. <laughs> and, and I was thinking, and I was so passionate. I was pushing the wall and I was crying. I was passionate yeah. about it. And you yeah. and the other day I was thinking, and they were very polite about it. But the other day I was thinking, these poor people that had to sit and listen to me and they just didn't, they were like, of course, they weren't in that mindset. They probably thought this girl is actually going insane. Like, I was actually that weirdo from drama. Class. Not even that. They were like, Shame, you're actually wasting all your money. <laughs> wasting your time you're money. straight up wasting your life away and then these the people from my hometown they knew my mom so they were probably thinking like my poor fucking mom is <laughs> like here paying for my studies and all this stuff and here i am like pushing walls guys no it sounds ridiculous but guys it's so important <laughs> it's the building block it's such a deep yeah i don't even know what like what was that Stanislavski was a Meisner. Mm. Stanislavski, yeah. Because we started with Stanislavski, then we went on to uh, Meisner. Meisner. And then we did. Bartinia. No, Bartinia was in Meisner. Um, but we did Bart We started doing Bartinia and Lava. We did Lava, and Lisa. Bartinia. Bartinia is a different story. Mm. Okay, wait, but pushing the wall. Pushing Basically, the wall. this exercise, what it was, was. Do you want to think what it was was <laughs> what it was was <laughs> what had happened was we okay just we literally just had to stand against the wall put our hands on it close your eyes push the wall but while you're pushing your eyes are closed your lecturer is coaching you through the, the exercise so he's saying you're pushing this wall 
You're putting all your mind into it, all your body weight, everything, but the wall is not moving. Put more. And then, yeah, and then he, the, the fact that he's coaching you through it gets you more emotional because he's like, the wall's not moving. Why is it not moving? It's supposed to be moving. You're putting all your weight into it. 30 people are pushing the wall. Why is it not moving? And then you're like, ah! You're imagining that it's not a wall, <laughs> like it's a structure that can... The thing is, what is the point of that exercise? Um, emotional... Um, like it was to see like the emotional strength of something and also it was imagining if like if if we're gonna move this wall what is it going to take from us to move this wall if you're an actor and I say to you here's a coffee cup pick it up but there's nothing in it what is that exercise what, what does it feel like yeah you know, how are you gonna do it to pretend there's coffee in it to drink it and also to convince your mind and yourself that it's happening but also I think that exercise was the building block of everything <laughs> of everything which is what emotion are you feeling in your body and how does it feel in your body mm. because later on when you have to portray a character that is feeling frustrated and wants to cry and sob out of mm. frustration how does that feel in your body you're not just gonna it's not just gonna come mm. like you have to put your body through that so that the emotion can be well it depends on what acting method you're following but yeah, you can that, that's what we were that was one do. yeah which is uh, my favorite actually i love using my body and then feeling the emotion from it. Um, emotional memory. Yeah. The the truth is also like, not the truth, what I want to say is, the thing is, at the end of that exercise, what is so wacky, and I think like, it's, it's you convincing your mind, but like, it's incredible how it happens and like, how you can feel it. Because you can be a logical person and say, this wall is not going to move, it's a wall. But when you're, once you're done with that exercise, which is long, it takes like an hour and a half, it's like long. It's long. You're going through it's that exercise tiring. for forever. You're sweating. It's a lot. Then at the end, you feel the wall move. Yeah, you do. And you can tell, like, you can tell yourself, like, this wall's not moving. It's a real wall. But you feel it. You, it's moving. That's what I wanted to say about first year. First year with Brian specifically, felt like all of these acting exercises felt like I was on drugs, bro. <laughs> it I'm feels like, like you're on drugs. It really does. I'm like, this is what psychedelics feel like. Yes. Literally. Especially when we would do things with the umbilical cord. We stood outside. Imagine this. 30 students <laughs> standing outside, dressed in black. <laughs> standing outside, you can pick anything. Like a tree, a building, whatever. And we stared at that bitch for <laughs> 45 minutes. Mm. breathing to it, letting it breathe back, all this stuff. We go back inside, Drian's like, what did you feel? People are saying crazy shit. They're like, I felt <laughs> the blue line connecting me to the thing. But it's true. Like, that's when you're standing Basically, there for so long. Like, the reality of it is they're teaching you energy work, but you don't know it. It's energy work. It definitely is. You know, yesterday, oh, I need to send you this me um, meditation thing. Yesterday I was doing this meditation. Um, we can put I it. love when you get passionate. <laughs> <laughs> this girl's name is Iris Daly. She has mm -hmm. a YouTube channel and she has like a 30 day meditation thing. And on the second day, you do chi energy work. And it's that thing. We yeah. did this in acting yeah. where you feel makeup, energy ball, whatever. Mm -hmm. And this is like actual like energy work. Yeah, we were doing energy work for a lot of first year and second year actually. Mm. But um, we would also remember the energy work we would do where you hold your hand and you breathe to your hand and then you envelop the whole room. Yes, and then you breathe to the audience and see whatever. That's that's also energy work. But yeah, first year was straight up like your own drugs. But I also think it's like the way that I don't want to say it's manipulation, but it is emotional manipulation to your benefit. 
that like they're coaching you through stuff in such a way that really what's happening is your brain is getting dopamine hits that it's not used to in very specific calm environments so the environment is incredibly calm and relaxed and very very spiritual almost and mm. then you're getting these dopamine hits but in between the dopamine hits you're they're making you angry and frustrated and sad and then there's this huge high so of course you're gonna feel all of that and it's it's really like honestly it's amazing if you ever get the chance to go to like an acting workshop workshop and you're and you're ready to commit to it though you have to be ready to commit like you have to be willing to look silly or feel silly or feel kind of weird but if you're willing and to not do just that, that, willing to um, expose yourself to different emotions mm. because it, it brings up a lot of trauma. Mm, it does. It definitely does. Yeah. But if you're if you're gonna go to a credible place, I promise you they're gonna they know how to deal with that. They they know that breath work and work with your body and emotions yeah. bring up trauma and they know how to they guide know you how through to deal that. with it. Yeah, yeah. But it it is it can be shocking and it can be hard. But if you're willing to do that, absolutely do it. It can be such a beautiful, amazing experience. Honestly you will connect with yourself and others in a way that you never have. And that's the thing. This is the whole point of today's video. Mm. The reason why we like love talking about our university experience is because of our degree, because of the things we did. It wasn't just acting, because mm. acting is not acting. Mm. And acting class is not an acting class. It's a life lesson. <laughs> like, yeah. we literally, it was like you said, it was such a spiritual experience. experience. And oh my god it shapes it reshapes you as a person like really you're because i've said this before but they really they question everything that you are and like i explained it earlier if they unpack every part of yourself and your soul and they prompt you to to do that and to commit to that and you're unpacking every bit of who you are all your layers and you're going through every experience you had in your life that led you to this point and you're questioning in that you're going why did i come out thinking this or believing this and you're deconstructing that and constructing something else of course that's going to be a point of massive growth and change so of course that's going to be something that you're constantly referring to because that that experience is the reason why i can sit here today and talk like this yeah. it's the reason who why i am who i am why i react in personal ways the like personal situations the way that i do in professional situations the way that i do because of that experience it was so beautiful dude i actually miss i'm gonna cry <laughs> but it's also the reason why I think, I think, we talk a lot about like, why are we so reflective of ourselves? We're constantly reflecting on our emotions, on our choices, on why did I feel that way and react this way? And I think that we was were, the basis of it. We were programmed to do it for four years straight. Yeah, and we're, we get frustrated a lot because other people don't necessarily do the same thing. We're like, how can I sit and reflect on my actions and she can't, he can't. Mm. But other people weren't necessarily prompted to do that. We have been literally programmed and drilled in like, if you've made a choice, why did you make that choice? Even if it was good, question it so that you can know why you did yeah. it. And not just that, like not just choices, but down to like your actual body, your being. Like, mm. I'm sitting this way and it's causing pain here. Why? Mm. Is there your habitual patterns? Your habitual patterns. Oh my gosh, let's not get into body and voice, dude, because I can talk about that for years and years. But I do want to get just into a little bit. In second year, um, continuing from this, then our body and voice. Uh, lecture who was absolutely amazing an amazing 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 man Monet Stain he is now at the University of Cape Town if you ever get a chance to be taught by him to be lectured by him in any way or do a workshop with him I know he does workshops do it he's a an amazing man a beautiful soul even if you don't care for the the academics of it all which isn't really academics but if you don't care about that at the all the theory 
the theory, the whatever. He is just a beautiful, beautiful human. Like as a human being, just he's talking to him, connecting with him, he's no, absolutely. I incredible. love that man, and he changed our lives forever. And he left in second year, at the end of second year. <laughs> no, yeah. Anyways, it was it was devastating. But we did um, acting with him that year, and we did group coherence. And that is what I want to talk about because we have group to talk about group coherence. Is <laughs> First of all, the most frustrating thing I've ever done in my life. But this is the thing. I find it so interesting. I wanted to say this earlier yeah. that you like come from a place where you were like the lead and like supporting mm. the lead and all of that. And I've only done a so ensemble work. Yeah, and I but Google Urans and White Voice really gave me an appreciation for ensemble work. Mm. First year I got an appreciation for the work that goes into it. Like what actually goes into it? What is it that you're doing? Like it's hard work and it's tough and whatever. Because yeah, before that I was cutthroat, I was like if you're ensemble and you're not doing your shit correctly, I look bad, so don't do that. Yeah. And then that's where I learned, mm -mm. Ooh. But then, second year really gave me appreciation for the emotional work that it can be. Because I was always like, being a lead is emotionally exhausting. And it is. Being a supporting role, emotionally exhausting. Yes. Being ensemble is exhausting in a different, in a different way. level. Like, yeah. it's just... So what had happened was... <laughs> We were a group of, let's say, 30 people. Now, they got us to line up in one straight line. Hang on, let's just explain group coherence first. Oh, okay. Group coherence is how you're reacting to the people around you and how you guys move in synchronicity with each other. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean we're going to do things exactly the same. So, say, if I say she's a stranger and we're sitting here and somebody says clap, we're going to clap at the same time, different rhythms, feeling her energy, clapping at that time, whatever, not looking... I'm going to clap, you know, yeah, if you're yeah. sitting in a hall with a bunch of people clapping, are you going to clap? All that stuff. But also, it's like, it's action and reaction. It's small things like us sitting here and like, if we have to sit here in complete silence, I'm still reacting to her body language without knowing. But now I have to make myself aware of that. Yeah. What is her body language and how am I reacting to that? And what is natural and what isn't? It's a natural thing that happens, so it's just becoming aware of it, like you mm. said. Like, I just remembered the, the piece that we did for Group Coherence, where we were sitting literally at a table like this. And the first two minutes of that piece was complete silence, but it, we had two glasses. And it was just, like, whenever you feel that it's coming, mm. one of us would grab the glass. And then how does that affect you? Yeah, how am I reacting like, to you Are you also going to grab the glass? Is the way that I grab the glass making you grab yours? Or, or is it making me anxious? How's my character reacting to being that, to being anxious of her grabbing her glass? Or am I wary of the way? Or does she grab it like yeah. doubtfully? And now I'm like, why is she like that? You know? And yeah. we did that piece multiple times. And every time it changed. It was which different. Was really cool. But you know what was really interesting? It's about being present. I'm probably going to edit this out because I don't know if, this is gonna but last week's episode there was a lot of group coherence happening in the space like mm. if we look at the way that we play off of each other in that episode that is group coherence <laughs> <Moving across>. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah like it sounds very out there and crazy like when you don't really understand, understand the concept or when you're not exposed to it but okay so then this is the exercise that mm. we did that's gonna make more sense so we all stood in a line next to each other now you have to stand with your eyes closed in complete silence, no fidgeting or moving of any kind because that affects the energy of the group, right? So you're all standing, eyes closed, next to each other. Now what has to happen is, as a group, you have to feel 
when is the right moment for all of you to take a step forward at the exact same time. And there's a there's an opposite an opposite line doing the same thing and you're stepping towards each other. Oh yeah, there was two lines in front of each other and then we had to walk past each other. Mm, like it? through each other. Through each other, yeah, yeah. So that the thing is like if one person in the group isn't present with everyone else or whatever it is isn't coherent to the group if everyone's energies are off you're never going to take that step forward because one person will take it then other people will follow and it's not about you taking and the other one following it's about all going doing it together it's supposed to be coherent it's supposed to be and we're going to take a step and we're taking the step but without saying it. we stood there for 45 minutes <laughs> In complete silence, being completely present, feeling exactly what the person next to you is doing. You can't dwell. It's almost like you're meditating, but you're meditating on the people next to you. You can't. You can't lose focus for a second. You can't. It's you can't, so draining. You can't drift away for a second. Your thoughts have to be completely present. Your body has to be completely present. You can't make a breath sound that somebody else isn't making you can't move your hand or your finger or twitch your toe or scratch you can't you can't and obviously your brain's reaction to that is she asleep why is she so still we should scratch to see if we're awake my head is really itchy my toe is itching actually my leg hurts uh, my ankle is getting a cramp mm -hmm. and you can't focus on any of that no and what's beautiful about it is once you get to that place where everyone is on the same like wavelength you can feel everyone's not just like body heat next to you like you can feel everyone's energies you can also feel if sally at the end of the line has mm. lost focus mm. you know and that is exactly why we stood like that so we've done this exercise we had at that point we've done this exercise a couple of times and every time it was beautiful and easy it had moved the line moved in maybe two minutes mm -hmm. and all together it was always beautiful and then this one day the specific day one girl in the line, in our specific line, and a person in the other line. Mm. But one girl in our line specifically had just checked out. She was not present, she wasn't there, she wasn't committed to it, she didn't really want to be there. Which is okay, like, mm. you can't every day have a good day, you yeah. know? And sometimes there is going to be a point where you're mm. not there, and it's mm. fine. But the thing is, then how is the group going to handle it? How mm. are you all going to make this something that works with we, you? Because, you know, you might be having an off day, but mm. now it's show day. Like, you have to step on stage in five minutes. That was exactly what it was. It was like showing what are you going to do. And so that lecture at that moment, instead of stepping in and saying, okay, guys, we've been standing here for 45 minutes. Let's get it moving. He just left us. He let it go. He was like, figure it out. Because that's exactly what he was saying. He was like, if it's show day and this is happening, what are you going to do? What does happen? She must get herself in focus. You must help her get in focus. You guys must make a decision as a group that she must follow or something. In, but now you're doing that in silence guys it's not like you can be like hey we're gonna move now you need to move with us but you know what happened do you remember what happened it was so fucking beautiful i'll never forget in that line let's say this one person was here mm. she wasn't focusing and what the groups when we started to get so obviously there was a point mm. where people were frustrated like then a lot of people were not in it anymore whatever but then there was a point where we all just calmed down mm. and what happened was we all started breathing at the same time yes we synced our breaths and then with that, we finally got the step forward. Yes. And that step felt like a leap. We literally took the step and we were like, yes! <laughs> and was, I was crying, I remember this. Because no, it, it was very emotional. Like, I don't know how to explain it. The thing basically is like, you're standing there and you're going through it and you're focusing and you're focusing and you're focusing and you're focusing and the thing that you're wanting to happen just isn't happening. So obviously your brain is like searching for like things to happen. So what happens in that time is 
your brain just brings up like it's almost like your subconscious uses that time for processing so it basically brings up shadow work it's like why did you react this way when your mom said this why whatever and so you're not thinking about those things because you're trying to focus and then all these emotions are surfacing like all the frustration you've suppressed all the anger you've suppressed is just surfacing in your body and you're trying to not deal with it but also deal with it it was very frustrating very frustrating. there was a point where i was so angry and i felt like i couldn't breathe and i was like obviously when to... you're in that moment you're mm. like fuck this but once mm. we got past that and we like learned the value of like mm. the lesson and all that crap. Then we were like, this was beautiful. It was, it was beautiful. It was the most frustrating thing, but it was so beautiful. And like the fact that that one lesson is something we still refer to and think about and whatever just shows you like the magnitude of that. Yeah, and I mean that happened literally on a weekly basis, not this specific exercise, but every single week when we came in and did something new, mm. it was the same process, just in a different way. Mm. So yeah. They teach you a lot about emotional processing that you don't know. Like subconsciously, they're teaching you all these things about processing your emotions and facing your emotions and feeling your emotions mm -hmm. in your body, what it does. It's actually and that's, really cool. That's the thing. In first and second year, a little bit of third year, you're just going through the motions. You're not actually understanding what is going on. Third year is when it starts clicking. Third year, it starts clicking. And in honors, you learn the theory of it and like the act that it's actual science and like all this shit. And you're like, damn. Yeah, you yeah. you it learn changes like, your whole life. Yeah, you learn like the biological process of it. What is your brain doing in this moment? Why is it happening like this? What is your mind looking for? Why is it bringing up these emotions and what are you doing with them? Why is it putting them in your body? All this stuff. And, and it's just like so beautiful the way that we went through all of that because you can't learn all the theory and stuff of it before doing it. You mm. have to just dive into it and do it, and you're not gonna understand it. Mm. Even if we had they had taught us. Yeah, I wouldn't understand. We would have been saying. like, what are you talking about? Yo, but it was very frustrating to like to go through the process because it's also trusting the process because now you have to trust that at some point you're gonna understand even though now you don't and you have to not understand and be committed which is hard because you don't understand what you're doing or why you're doing it but you have to be so committed to doing it the commitment yeah. it's very hard and three years also a beautiful year just in terms of like you are specializing for the first time well we did we specialize yeah. in four specific subjects you feel you just feel more direction in your life. You know what you're doing. This is the way I'm going. Can we just talk about how they were like, um, put on a show. This was before we even started rehearsing anything. They were like, write a, like a treatment of how you're going to put on a show with a $10,000, I mean, rent budget. Mm. So you budget. You're like, so I'm you going to that. three skirts with this material that looks this way. My set is going to be like this. I'm going to have this big structure that looks like this, all this stuff. Now, once you've done that, you come back and they're like, okay, now put on the show with no budget. Make this happen with no Excuse me. <laughs> but also, I think that was like, that what had to happen. happen. The amazing part about that is we did it. We did it and it felt like the most amazing thing ever when you actually do it. When and you that do was it, so... It's important to know that. And as an artist and in as... In a South African artist. In a South African country, con context. 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 You have to know how to do those mm. things because we don't have Hollywood money. Mm. And you're never going to have Hollywood money. Mm. <laughs> like, it's just not going to happen. Perhaps... Especially in theatre. At some point, but maybe not in our lifetime. Lifetime. Especially not in theatre, guys, no. And you have to know how to make it work. It's improv. Also, like, improvising on the spot. Like, what? We had this whole idea of building these massive structures. Like, we're going to go across the stage with these wire things. That didn't happen. How are we going to make that? We made exactly the same image using what was already in the theatre. Like, those... 
thing and it actually came together i think better than it would have otherwise mm. but those things that happen there it just like the way your mind has to think about and process things like makes you a more creative human being yeah dude problem solving at its best mm. <laughs> and also like that's when it's like uh, you also have personal relationship and personal dynamics our first ever fight was in that moment because we didn't realize <laughs> like we wow. didn't know at that point that the problem was i can see pictures in my head i can you can tell me i want to do this and i can see it happen in my head i'm like mm -hmm, okay that's not gonna look good this is gonna look good she cannot do that and we didn't know at that point that that was the problem it's just blank dude like i can't picture things and so then i had an idea of like let's moving the set around in a different way and she and was, like, was the last rehearsal yeah it was like just before performance day and i'm like no we need to change the set because it's not looking right and she was like, but it's going to look shit the way you want it to look. And I'm like, but can we just try it? And she's so like, now, let me just explain that <laughs> moving the set in that way would have cost us 30 minutes of rehearsal. It's our yeah. last rehearsal. We still have stuff to do. We still it have things to block. We, yeah. we, we, we need at that time. And she's like, we're moving the set. And she's like, we're not moving the set because it's going to look shit. And I'm like, how do you know it's going to look shit if you haven't seen it? And she's like, how do you not know that it's going to look shit? <laughs> and then... She was like, we got upset because she was just telling me it's gonna look shit, and I was like, you were adamant that I was we have to. Adamant that we, and I'm like, why aren't you listening to me? So you think that you're always in, like right, and I'm always mm. wrong. Like, is that what's and happening? And at some point, you were also like telling me, so now shame. No other people that were there, we just like, guys, stop it. It's okay, Jason, just move the stage, like whatever. I'm we're like, like no, not your fight. <laughs> and at some point, I was like telling you like. Listen, I don't care what you want right now. We're not going to do this because we need to start rehearsing right now. We're wasting time, whatever. And you were like, you're so rude. I can't believe you just said that to me. And I was like, you're my best friend. You're supposed to understand that I don't mean it that way. And it was like, that was the breaking point. I was like crying. You were crying. And I left. Yeah. I was like, okay, then you do the rehearsal. And I fucked off. Yeah. And then at some point we moved it because I was like, okay, fine. Let, let her see. I think it was like the next day or something. We all came No, in. it was that rehearsal. Was it that rehearsal? Because then I took a break for like 10 minutes. I walked outside and then I came back in and it was the way I wanted it. Oh, I can tell you what happened. And I was like, this is cuck. <laughs> Guys, like move it back. I was like so upset. I was standing behind, I'm like in the wing. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see you. I didn't know that you left. So I was I'm in the wing trying to breathe, like trying to like just center myself and then when he comes in Monique, oh i love that girl she's like juice you have to breathe listen i understand we want things in different ways sometimes let's just do it we can quickly do it we can ask everyone to help us we're going to move it and then we're going to show her and if it doesn't work it doesn't work we'll move it back after we are so don't worry about it and i was like at that point i was just like okay let's just do it so we all moved the whole thing which was so heavy so time intensive so much needed to happen we did all of that and i looked at it and i was like yeah it looks exactly the way i thought it was gonna look and she was like this looks so bad and i was like this is bad guys move back sorry <laughs> oh my god yeah it just teaches you like um conflict situations like how when first of all when is an appropriate time to say that things need to happen, time management, and then also like when the conflict is there and the emotion is there and the height and whatever is there, how what are we gonna do about it? What are so we, we gonna do? How are we gonna manage it? That moment actually was really pivotal. Yeah. And it helped in all future things to be like, okay guys, you need this to happen and I need this to happen. But also then after when was it? Like in honors, oh this is what happened. I saw I think I saw a TikTok or something about somebody saying 
some people hear voices in their heads with like a narration and some people don't and i oh, was yeah, yeah the internal monologue yeah and abstract i was thoughts. talking to her and i'm like how can you not have, like there who doesn't have a narrative and she's like i don't have one. <laughs> i'm like what do you mean you have an internal monologue and yeah like i have a whole voice that tells me everything i'm gonna say that's speaking to me and i speak to it like there's a voice and she was like mm -mm, girly i'm like what do you mean you don't feel your thoughts and she's and like what it took us i was like literally sitting with her like explain to me okay you're having a thought what is it what does it look like in your brain she's like it's a bubble i'm like oh. <laughs> and then from there is where we got to the point of like you can't see things in your head then we realized what happened back then was she could not visualize it and I could, so I got frustrated with her because I'm like, yeah. I just assumed she can visualize it. So why is she not using her brain? Then we had a breakthrough. <laughs> so honors was really interesting because obviously we have, we have spoken about this before. It was, um, it was supposed to be everything that we hoped and wished for and it really oh. was going to be. Yeah, we spoke about this in the first episode. Mm. It was going to be. It was 2020, like, mm. it is what it is. And we did, we did what we could. Because of the panorama. The thing with honors is I checked out <laughs> after six months. Like the first six months I was in it and I was like, okay, this is fine, cool, cool, cool. The second six months of the year was finished. I wasn't there. I wasn't engaging. I wasn't... I feel bad for my lecturers that they had to experience me being like that. Mm. <laughs> but at the end of the day, we, we got through it. Like it is what it is. But I feel the same. Like honors... Just focusing on thesis was probably the worst thing that had ever happened to me. If you're an academic person, someone in, that enjoys that, yeah. then amazing. You mm. will love like a year like that. But for us, it was hell, hell. It was terrible. I hated it. And honors was just therapy, like <laughs> for a year. It was just therapy. And we yeah. had to type a thesis in between. <laughs> and honestly, like if it wasn't for the panorama, I probably would be very happy to do masters because I would have felt like, oh, okay, yeah. well, yeah, this was perfect. <clears throat> so you 100% would have done masters. And that's the thing. We were already in that university for three years. We knew the people, we knew the system, we knew the curriculum. We were like, okay, we know what to expect for honors. And we had those expectations and they were going to come true. And then it didn't. <laughs> so that was extremely shocking. So grieving. <clears throat> But that was the best advice we got that year, I think, from one of our lecturers. She was like, guys, it's okay. Take two weeks, a month, whatever you need to grieve what you thought was going to happen this year. And then we move on. And But she she did emphasize it. She was like, yeah, move on. At some point, move on. Take the mm -hmm. time to, to grieve and to say, this isn't what I wanted it to be. And my reality didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to be. And I didn't do anything wrong. Like, I didn't yeah. do something that's it's made no it one's happen. fault. But it happened and what, like, take that um, grief and whatever and then move forward. Move forward. Yeah. Amazing advice. Yeah, I think that was really good advice that year. If we didn't get that, then I don't know if we would have pulled through. Yeah, <laughs> I would not want to go back. I would never want to go back. Like, grateful it happened, it's gone, whatever, cute, cute, cute. Never going back. Never, never going, going back. back. The book is closed. She's done. So that was our university experience. On that note. On that note. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. If you're still here. <laughs> you're a real one you're a real one we hope to see you next week and as always tell us what you thought give us your comments yeah give us your feedback what is your experience like if you have gone to have gone to university and you studied something different tell us what that experience was like Oof. because we didn't get to do that so yeah and there's always tea mm. Mm. and if you here. studied at a different institution oh yeah because yeah. some other institutions goes down